the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's a couple minutes after 4. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thank you for listening in. Technically, it could be on AM 560, perhaps online at WFIL.com, perhaps on the app which you can download free from WFIL.com. We have a very special guest going to be joining us a little later on this hour. As my headphones choke me and tangle me, they're all... This cable's too long. Uh, The one and only Pat Boone is going to be joining our program. He has a song out that he wrote a number of years back when uh, the Rodney King situation happened in uh, Los Angeles and the riots and... At the time, it actually, you know, uh, this is probably because I think social media was not a thing back then. It, you know, had some traction. And uh, I think he did some singing around town and people liked the song, but it didn't really become an anthem or anything like that. Well, in light of things that have been happening this year, the song's actually resurfacing and getting a ton of traction. And it's simply called Can't We Get Along. So I want to play that for you during the hour. And Pat Boone will be joining us to talk about that song. Looking forward to that very much. I also just want to give you a quick update in our uh, partnership with Transworld Radio. I just got an email from the folks at Transworld Radio, and they said that uh, some nice folks have been chiming in and helping out, which is a wonderful thing. Not that I'm surprised. We have a wonderful audience. Uh, The gist of it is we're trying to provide radios for uh, eight different countries in Africa, Transworld Radio works all over the world, 190 countries, but there are nine, there are eight or nine that we're zeroed in on. And these radios are, you know, crank them up and they're tied to a battery that it'll work. So they don't have to have an outlet to plug them into. Basically, they're great portable radios and therefore the gospel can reach them. And of course, if, if I'm, I'm just thinking, if I'm receiving a radio, I'm showing that bad boy off and I am uh, bringing family and friends around to enjoy it. So... On a very simple level, just think if you enjoy listening to the radio, how you can give that gift to somebody else, not just for the novelty of it, but for the gospel of it. And, uh, you know, we've worked with Transworld Radio in the past, typically to help support the work of the transmitters they're building. It's amazing work they do. But this is a kind of a, a flip it around. Now we're going to put the hardware in people's hands. That $50 actually covers everything from uh, you know, searching them out, getting them, buying them shipping them, the import taxes, and the distribution. It's a great deal. So the suggested amount, if you're willing to help out, is $50. Our goal, as we partner with Transworld Radio, is 56 radios. Wonder why? I think you can figure that out. Uh, Each of the three weeks that we're working with them. So we're in the middle of the first week, then next week and the week after. And that's that's our relationship with them. Commitment to them this fall as we try to help bring some support from this part of the world to that part of the world, Africa. So thank you uh, to the folks who have helped out so far, Elizabeth and Lafayette Hill, 
is one of those folks, and Elizabeth did a $50 contribution, so that's a full radio. We had uh, Kathy in Quakertown do $200, which is excellent. That's a four-radio package that she's willing to send. And uh, Rich in Somerset, New Jersey said, count me in for $150 for three radios. So that's beautiful right there. That's one, five, eight. Plus, we had Shelly in Downingtown already do one. And Paul in Philly did half a radio. So this big kid did $25. So that's great, too. Maybe you don't have enough to do a whole radio. That's fine. Maybe you can do several like others are doing. It all adds up. And being the math major that I am, I went to Penn State. I never used it. But I went there to be a teacher and to, to be a math teacher. I love it. I'd love to love to do that again or do that someday, perhaps. But at this point, I, I, love, I still love the radio, of course, and then continue on with that. Uh, but doing the numbers here, that puts us at just over nine radios worth of the 56. And if you were listening earlier in the week, I mentioned we have an anonymous donor willing to add a tenth one, like the tenth, the tenth one of each grouping. So we just crossed over nine into nine and a half. So we have a radio coming from an anonymous donor. So that makes us at ten and a half. And as soon as we get to 19, number 20 will get added and so on and so forth. So if you're willing to help out, it's 888-988-5656. 888-988-5656. That's some fun math. It's nice to have somebody helping out from the side, supporting the work that's going on. But mostly, be blessed by the fact that you can be a blessing and provide something very fundamental that if you're listening to this radio station, you know what radio can do, and you know how, how God can use that platform to bring the message of, of his salvation to Anyone, especially with these special wind-up radios around the whole world, which is a really, really cool thing. We're very excited about being able to work with uh, TWR on this. You can go to our site to help out with that as well, WFIL.com. That's right in the homepage. Very easy to find. Back with more in just a moment. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 414, the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Beautiful day. Thanks for listening in this afternoon. The one and only Pat Boone going to be joining us in just a little while. But I want to give you a quick reminder because it happened earlier today. The virtual pastor appreciation events since October is Pastor Appreciation Month. We're really excited to be able to do this. Folks like Chuck Swindoll, Tony Evans, John MacArthur, Alistair Begg, who comes up at 5 o'clock today and each and every weekday, and many others, as well as music from folks like Chris Tomlin, Natalie Grant, Stephen Curtis Chapman, Mandisa, Matthew West, all that, a lot more, completely free. It's our way of thanking pastors who are serving, whether you're full-time, maybe you're part-time, maybe you're volunteer. All that's good. We want to encourage you this whole month. So every Thursday, 10 a.m., we have a special presentation that we, you know, we invite you to be part of. We know you're busy, so if you can't be there exactly at 10, or if you're just tuning in now thinking, I didn't, what, when did this happen? Yeah, it's already the third Thursday of the month. We've had three now. You can go back and watch after the fact. By the way, there's even a $2,000 technology upgrade amongst the prizes that we have available for pastors, too. So if you're a pastor, sign up right on our homepage. You can do that. If you're not a pastor, let your pastor know to do so. It's the virtual pastor appreciation event happening every Thursday this month 
at 10 a.m. on WFIL.com. And I don't know if I said this or not, but it's free all the way, all the way through. Mentioned Alistair Begg a second ago. We've had him on the program before, and he's one of the guys who's part of the Pastor Appreciation event that we're doing. Thought I'd give you a little clip about uh, Pastor Begg and one of the things that he shared with us on the program uh, last spring. I had the privilege in many ways of a, of a background a little bit like Timothy, insofar as uh, I had a godly grandmother and a, and a godly mother who, who both prayed for me, and, uh, and as I anticipate one day um, getting the, the real backstory to uh, God's dealings in my life, I presume that I'm going to discover that a great deal of that was tied to the unseen and yet faithful prayers of not only them, but, but of others who uh, knew of me and loved me. And probably the prayers, too, of uh, those who taught me at Sunday school as a boy in Glasgow. You know, my, just dealing, you know, on, a, on an average evening, if I've got two or three of my grandchildren staying over with me, just, you know, trying to get them to calm down and go to their beds and, and read a story, it's, I mean, it's a major exercise. <laughs> And so, yeah. and so the thought of, and it's not because they're peculiarly disruptive or anything, or 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 un, you know disobedient. It's just it's just an effort for me at least, which is one of the reasons you're supposed to have children when you're young, not when you're in your middle sixties. But <laughs> but but when I think about when I think about the privilege and task of the average Sunday school teacher, with a group of boys, particularly rambunctious boys, you know, between the ages of let's say five and ten. Surely those teachers must be praying, praying for patience, praying for God to do what only God can do, and that is to open their eyes to understand what it is that's being said, and then to actually entrust themselves to the Savior of whom they've been speaking. And that really is the story of my um, initial encounter with Jesus, which uh, starts in the faithfulness of uh, prayer and the faithfulness of those who taught me, and then the faithfulness of my father, who was able to interpret for me some of the uh, questions of my young mind, and uh, really at, uh, on a Sunday afternoon as a, as a young boy at elementary school, I, I acknowledged that uh, I, I knew what it was to be jealous and, and hurtful and spiteful, and even in relationship to my sister, and that I could see that uh, I needed God to make me the kind of boy he wanted me to be, and... and uh, that, that that's uh, that's the beginning right there. The, the rest of the journey continues to today. That's Pastor Alistair Begg from Truth For Life. You can catch our program every weekday afternoon following this one at 5 o'clock, also 5.30 a.m. on WFIL. We have a complete program guide at WFIL.com, too, by the way. You can always look up what's going on, when and where, and everything. Keep track of things, including... Uh, some of the programs are on the weekend as well, or a special weekend edition. So help yourself to that. A lot of other good stuff on our site. A lot of contests, too. The Rewards Club, which is free to join. I mentioned the Pastors event you know, with Alistair Bagnall. That's free. The Rewards Club is free, too. If you're not in it, hop on board. It makes, among other things, entering contests super fast. And then there's other prizes you can win. Every now and again, we have... Not every now and again. We actually have a lot of things going on, but uh, there's always something you can win. So hop on board that while you're at WFIL.com. Tool around a little bit. Get a cup of coffee, cup of tea. Look through the site. There's a lot of good stuff there for you to enjoy. Quick break. We're coming back with the one and only Pat Boone next on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com on the WFIL app. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560, WFIL? Email D 
at WFIL.com. Twenty, the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the application, a.k.a. app for short, whatever. Hey, so guess what? We have a pretty special guest who has been uh, in the spotlight for many, many years. Music, movies, TV, a lot of other places. And he actually has a new song sung by Wendy Moten. He wrote it and uh, put it all together. She sang it. It's a good one. We're going to play it for you in just a little bit. Let's bring on board the one and only Pat Boone. Hello, sir. How are you doing? Tim, I'm doing great. Can I ask you a question? Please do. I know a DeMoss family in Philadelphia very well. Yes. Are you are you related to Art and Nancy DeMoss? Absolutely. Well, yeah. hallelujah. <laughs> Art Art is my dad my dad's uh, dad's brother. Nancy's my aunt. Well, uh, Art DeMoss and I were dear friends, and Nancy, of course, too. And uh, she and I worked together on some projects that uh, power that power project. You know where she was doing. He had this incredible TV campaign. Yeah, Power for Living. Power for Living. And I, I was a participant in that. And then I did some, uh, some videos of Let Me Live and, uh, and uh, pro-life songs. Hmm. And, uh, and she funded uh, she funded one of those videos because I, 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 I'd have been hard-pressed to have done it myself at that time. So she did that, and we've worked together. But Art... Uh, invited me to come to uh, the uh, insurance company offices and just give my own testimony to to all of his people there and then to his home. Hmm. You know the meetings they used to have in their home. Absolutely. Out there on the main line. Yeah. Invited all of his friends to hear in in their wonderful uh, mansion and estate, hear people in the beautiful surroundings, hear Christian testimonies, of people that they would invite, uh, people that needed to hear things like that. I mean, this man, I was writing about him when I was in Australia, a book uh, uh, called about the miracle of prayer. Yeah. And I was writing about Art DeMoss and his giving uh, of his resources and how he, he gave a lot more than, well, a huge portion of what he received he gave to the Lord. Yeah. And, and I was writing about him when I heard he had dropped dead on the tennis court. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and I was writing about him in Australia at that time. So, I mean, when I heard I was going to be talking to Tim DeMoss, I thought, wow, this has got to be <laughs> uh, the relative of my dear friends. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I was wondering, I, I texted my dad. My dad is 92 now. He calls that advanced middle age. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I texted him <laughs> right. this morning. This morning, and he said, "I'm going to be chatting with Pat Boone today. What's your connection?" And because of the foundation, my father worked with the foundation, Demos Foundation, for many years, and all that, and all those projects. So he referenced the dinners. He says, "I think, uh, among other things, that that Pat was part of those evangelistic dinners." And uh, so, I yeah, sure was. <laughs> yes, and and would have done more, but then uh, then he was he went to his eternal reward, which I guarantee 
was a great was a great moment. Like my wife Shirley has uh, joined them in the, those mansions. Yes, and uh, we'll be together again. I look forward to that, and uh, we'll have an eternity to compare notes. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, and my condolences too for your loss on your wife. I guess that, that was just last year, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. It's been about a year and a half, and uh, when the Associated Press asked me for a statement, I said, change of address. <laughs> Shirley Boone's not living in Beverly Hills right now anymore. She's moved to a mansion in heaven prepared for her by the one who said that where I am, there you may be also. And I said, she's saving a place for me, hmm. and I'll join her before too long now, And because uh, we're both at that point 85. I'm 86 now. Yeah. And she's timeless now, and she's just waiting for me. But... Uh, that's uh, that's the the precious reality of our faith. I mean, how people who don't know that there is an we, we don't die, we shed these bodies, but we don't cease to exist. Right. But there is afterlife, and there's eternity, and it can be made secure forever if we just receive what God has prepared for us and given us freely. So that's what art was about. He. He, uh, he believed in insurance, of course, and that's why I've written a book, and it's not out yet, it'll come out the first of the year, called If Believing in Insurance. Uh, we know one thing for sure, we're going to die, that is, we're going to experience death, and so we take out insurance, because that's a, it's a fact, what's going to happen. Yeah. But we don't take the spiritual insurance <laughs> that determines where we're going to spend the rest of our existence, and uh, the book I've written is called If, and the if is heaven or hell. God chooses heaven for us. What's our choice? <laughs> wow. Wow, I love it. Is, that, is it done, or are you just re- getting to wait till the first? It, I've, written it, I've written it, and it'll come out the first of the year. We're not going to try to compete with all the books about elections and <laughs> so on, going on, and corona. Yeah. But after the first of the year, the book is simply called If. It's blunt, it's direct, it's lovingly uh, sharp, because that's the way Jesus talked, you know? Yeah. He used the word if many times. And, uh, and I've seen in the Bible, that for every blessing that God pronounces, there is an if. If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves, pray, I'll and, uh, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, I'll hear from heaven, forgive their sin, heal their land. We love all of that, but we skip over that part about turn from their wicked ways. And in that Second Chronicles 7.14, there's one or two verses there at the dedication of Solomon's temple about the blessings if we obey. But there's about three times that many verses about what's going to happen if we don't obey. Hmm. And that's the if that we face in America now. And, uh, you know, I was just at the big return event in Washington, what, it's about 10 days ago now, on the mall, uh, where Martin Luther King delivered his speech. We had almost uh, a million people descending on Washington with Franklin Graham's march, and then the uh, return event on the mall, calling America back to being a nation under God, because if we don't, uh, we've had it, I believe. Hmm that it's a downward spiral if we don't uh, get our sights straight and start 
proclaiming God's promises and obeying God's directives, as we did in the beginning and why we became a great nation. But we've departed from so much of that, and, and we're taking his name off everything, and we're deciding that his word and his, his directives, his commandments are not relevant anymore, and uh, we're just disgracing and, dis- and denigrating him and his word, calling some of his scriptures hate speech. I mean, he's not going to put up with that forever, as you know, Tim. So I, I didn't mean to be sounding like a preacher, but of course I am. <laughs> That's right. Well, I was... <laughs> and uh, and, and at, at uh, age 86, I guess you'll have to, you'll have to humor me. Well, no, I... I comp- my song... Yeah, yeah, please do. The song, uh, Can't We Get Along? Along. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's the, in a way, of course, I wrote the words, but I knew it would be much more effective coming from a black voice, Wendy Moten, and the black chorus. And uh, yes, I wrote the words and the music. I feel like I got them. I think God dictated them to me. But uh, I wrote the words and music, but I knew it would be more effective coming from... uh, black voice and black voices calling for the equality and the understanding and the communication that are the only answers to these divisions, that only in our heart and the right motives be born. And, uh, and that's what the song is calling for. And the video shows it happening right in the midst of the riots. The, 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 the video, which is, has gone viral right. and over million views on my own Facebook page, but on YouTube as well, spreading internationally, uh, and then on radio now. Thank God the song is being heard, and people are agreeing that uh, we've got to see each other. My line is, if you look right in my eyes, you might see straight into my heart, mm. is from God. It's profound, and, uh, and he wants us to see each other as all created by him in his image. We may look different, but but there's so many different facets to God himself, and they're all mirrored in one or another of us. And, uh, and so we've got to recognize divinity as well as humanity in each other, and that's what the song's calling for, and people are hearing it, thank God. Pat Boone's our guest today on the Tim DeMar Show. Let's give the song a spin right now called Can't We Get Along? Wendy Moten on vocals, written by Pat Poon, WFIL. Can't we get along If I offer you my hand Would you refuse? AM560, WFIL.com on the app. It's Wendy Moten singing the song written by Pat Boone, who's our guest today, Can't We Get Along? We have a quick break to take. We'll come back and keep our conversation going with Pat Boone, Tim DeMarcio, and WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. AM560 WFIL.com on the WFIL app and at radio.com. Good day, sunshine. Good day, sunshine. Good day, sunshine. AM560, WFL.com on the app. A sunny rest of the afternoon. Eventually, some clouds moving in tonight. Low 55. Rain expected overnight and actually tomorrow on the cloudy, rainy side. 
Could be heavy at times. Tomorrow's high just 62. Back to the sun for Saturday, by the way, and for Sunday. 60 the high on Saturday and 64. For Sunday, Major League Baseball, Tampa Bay and Houston play at 5.07. Game five of their series. Tampa Bay's up three games to one. Dodgers and Atlanta play uh, this evening at 8.08. Atlanta's up on their series two games to one. If you're just tuning in, very special guest today, Pat Boone. Uh, you can find out more about you know his life and everything like that. The music, everything he's involved with at patboone.com, among other places. And the song that we're talking about specifically, and you know, Pat's hundreds of songs and movies and TV shows and lots of things over the years. But most importantly, and more recently, uh, where the song Can't We Get Along that we played for you just before the break there. Uh, very, very uh, powerful song. Um, the video as well, uh, powerful. It's, you know, the whole way through, even the closeout. There's lots of policemen. There's lots of civilians. There's lots of hugging, different ethnic backgrounds, adults, kids. And it closes with, uh, you know, a despondent young lady crying and a policeman just listening and then leaning in to hold her. You see his hand on her arm sort of yep. wheezing to say, I hear you. Yep. And she collapses in his arms. And, man, I, I yeah. cry just saying it. I mean, it's, it is so moving. It's so real. It, we didn't make it up. We just happened to film it. It was on, on, the, on the TV news, all these things happening. The legitimate protesters were not throwing Molotov cocktails, breaking into stores, robbing. And that was, uh, you know, various groups that were taking advantage of the situation. Yeah. But the real protesters were reaching out to the police and the police to them. And they were kneeling together. They were praying together. They were raising arms together. Black, white, young, old men and women seeing each other as human beings and saying, hey, let's work this out. Let's be friends. As I say, just saying these words makes me very emotional because they, they are emotional and they are, I think, from God. I think he's calling to us to recognize him each in each other yeah uh, and that's the final answer that is the w- answer that will correct our divisions if we see him yeah when we look at each other yeah that, that's when one thing i was just going to bring up with you obviously um a person doesn't have to be a christian to understand on on some level for sure the the desire to love your neighbor and and be a blessing but your faith in, in the lord all these years I'm guessing is a huge driving force between, I mean, even in the song, the classic uh, Jesus Loves Little Children song is referenced red and yellow, yeah, black and white, yeah. right? They're... Jesus loves me, this I know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, even if we don't believe it, we've sung it. And, <laughs> and don't we, uh, yeah. many of us, uh, say grace or thank God for our food before we eat and ask him to bless it? Doesn't that assume that he's somewhere near? Revelation 3.20 says, I'm knocking at your door. If anyone will open, I'll come in and sup with him, eat with him. And in the, in the event in Washington, that was the point I made, was Jesus wants to have dinner with you. He's inviting himself in. He's knocking at the door. He chose the word, I will come in and sup, that is, eat with you. And, and uh, as, as, as I was pointing out there, and it was a revelation to me, and it is to most of us, he meant that word. I will come in and eat with you. Don't just say, Grace, ask me to bless the food. Hmm. Why don't you talk to me? Think about me while you're eating. I'll sit there with you while you enjoy your food. Now, on the road to Emmaus, as those of us who know the Bible, know that these two men were walking along. They thought the Messiah had been killed in Israel, in Jerusalem. 
there was a guy, a stranger, walking along with him and explaining to them what the Scripture said about the one, the suffering servant who would come and be rejected, but then recognized. And, he, and they said, hey, eat with us, sit here in this inn in Emmaus, and let's keep talking. And they were still talking, eating, and the Bible says as they were breaking bread, they suddenly realized who they were talking to, the Messiah, and he disappeared. So they ran back, according to the Gospel writer Luke. They went back to Jerusalem, found the apostles, and were, were almost yelling, He's real! He was with us! And suddenly Jesus was in their midst again. And the first thing the Bible says he said was, You got anything to eat? <laughs> and they right. found a piece of fish and some honey. Yeah. And it says he ate it in their presence. After he was resurrected from the dead, he was still enjoying his manhood as well as his divinity. He loved his mama's cooking. Yep. He loved to see us eat. He loved the fellowship. And he wants to have dinner with us right now. Come into our house yeah. and eat with us. Be at breakfast, lunch, and dinner with us. And that I'll never leave you. I'll see you through the crisis, the coronavirus. I'll see you through the divisions. And if you'll, if you'll make me Lord again, I'll even restore your country. That so something? that's what I'm hoping and praying for. Amen. Amen. I hope we get a chance to have you on uh, when your book comes out. Maybe we could work something out in January to, to have you talk about oh, that yeah, more. Oh, yeah, let's do I, I know you, of all people, will love it because it's blunt, it's direct, it has to be. Because, because too many ministers today are so afraid of offending, they don't lay it out there like it really is. It's, I say on the cover, just the one word, if, is on the cover. <laughs> a stark white cover with the one word, if. At the top, there's a red sticker like a warning sticker, not religious, life or death. <laughs> That's great. And it's going to be got to be that direct, that blunt, because it is that. It is life or death. We're choosing right now, day by day, whether we know it or not, what, the, what our afterlife is going to be. And we need to realize what it is and that it is a matter of our own choice. God's already chosen life for us. But now we have to let him know, do we choose that? Hmm. Amen. Well, okay, man. Amen. Amen. Can't we get along? Face, your Facebook page, YouTube, people can just Google that. The quickest way to, to, to look for their search for it that way, is it the best way to get to the video, would you say? Yes, I'd say the video, YouTube video, you see the video right away, and then you see all this, this miraculous stuff going on in the midst of the riots, and you'll see why the song is so important. It's actually... I'm hoping that it will become known as the song for 2020 because I'm not aware of any other song that is trying to lead the way out of the divisions, the dangers, the the sealing off, the quarantining. I'm going to get tested today Hmm. because I'm going, uh, I've got to get those prongs up my nose today. (laughs) Lovely. (laughs) Because because, um, I'm going to to Oklahoma tomorrow. Well, I shouldn't be advertising to make a movie but i won't say what it is <laughs> okay i'm going to be part of a, of a, of a film being produced and i i've got to get tested before i can show up for the filming so yeah. i've got to get that test but i'm sure it's going to be uh, uh a negative for the virus and positive for health and uh and i'm trusting the lord because we all have to we're, we're being brought to that point where unless we trust in him there, there are precious few, if any, answers to anything we're going through. 
Well, okay, man. Amen. Amen. Great chatting with you. I we'll hope we get to do it again. We will, Tim. Let's right. do it. All right. God bless you. Have a great rest of your day. And my best to the family as well. Will do. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. One and only Pat Boone, our guest today on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL, chatting about the song Can't We Get Along. Powerful video. It's worth a, a watch on YouTube or a number of watches. Really well done. You know, it's interesting as a side note, uh, Pat Boone, back in, uh, I guess it was the 50s primarily in the early 60s where the musical part of his entertainment career and all that was the brightest. Um, he was the second, I think, most popular artist, charting artist and all that behind Elvis Presley. It was Elvis and then Pat Boone. Uh, so that's that's an interesting thing. And then related to that, even more so and more importantly, the aspect of building bridges and being uh, mindful of God making us red and yellow and black and white and the different ethnicities. Um, number one, a lot of the songs that Pat Boone did were actually by black artists. He did songs like, uh, you'd know, certainly like Ain't That a Shame by Fats Domino. He did... Uh, couple of Little Richard songs, like Tutti Frutti, Long Tall Sally, bunch of other ones. So he had that as, you know, that was part of his mindset. And then when he had a TV show, a lot of his guests, despite the fact that some advertisers had objections, good for Pat, he was not afraid to have on Ella Fitzgerald or, or Nat King Cole or Johnny Mathis. He did all that and said, this is the right thing to do. And I mean, those are extremely talented people. Why wouldn't you want them on? But again, the pressures back then, uh, hard to believe, uh, but they, but it was there. And he said, no, we're going to do this. So uh, I do want to take up more of his time to kind of go that direction. But with the book that he mentioned coming out in January, I'd love to have him on and, and maybe pick his brain on some of those other things too. Cause that's not a gimme, right? It's not a slam dunk. You're going to be thinking that way. And, and have an openness and a, uh, even a proactive way of, of reaching out to other cultures when you're a kid, especially when the culture around you is not necessarily doing that. So I thought that was pretty pretty fascinating, but I, I didn't want to get into it because I knew it could be a long answer, like a lot of answers. I'm, I'm going to save that for, for January. So I'm glad that it looks like we could have him back on the program. Quick break, and then we'll be back with more. Thanks for listening in today. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. And by the way, don't forget, you can get the podcast or program on our homepage. You can also be encouraged to tell a friend about the show and uh, encourage them to listen in between 4 and 5 each weekday if you get a chance. Thanks for listening in. Back with more in just a moment on WFIL. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. And we are at an impasse. I'm afraid so. I can't compete with you physically, and you're no match for my brains. You're that smart. Let me put it this way. Have you ever heard of Plato, Aristotle, Socrates? Tim DeMoss from the Tim DeMoss Show? Yes. Morons. One, two, three, four. AM560, WFIL.com. And on the app. And now it's done. Mike Love from the Beach Boys and his version of Rockaway Beach. How to play that. It's a sunny, beautiful day. And uh, just to give an example of one of the guests we've had on this program over the past couple of years. In fact, Mike has joined us a couple of times. Once from putting out a Christmas album and once from putting out 
a, a summer album last summer. And uh, one of the questions I actually asked Mike had to do with the harmony that the Beach Boys are known for because my mom was known for harmony. She passed five years ago. Our youngest, Theodora, is named after my mom. And um, one day my wife and I were listening and we just overheard our then three-year-old singing harmony to stuff. And we're like, did you teach her? No. Did you teach her? No. She just seemed to know how to do it. And to this day, she loves singing harmony. So I use that as a bit of a, and, I, and I, at the time I, I said to my wife, it's kind of a kiss from God, like as a, as a, a blessing, uh, you know, the Lord allowing that little tie in to continue on and hearing harmony through our daughter. So I asked Mike about harmony uh, with that as a setup. Here's what he had to say. Specifically, my mother and her mom, my grandmother, Wilson, um, <clears throat> they love music so much. My grandmother, Wilson, would have loved to have been a, a concert pianist, but she Unfortunately, I mean, or fortunately, she had nine children, eight lived to maturity. My mom sang in a trio on radio. I grew up in a house with a grand piano, an organ, and a harp. And when the cousins got together, my cousins, particularly Brian and Carl, uh, I'd get Aunt Audrey or my mom or my sister would sing. We'd sing harmony together. So the element of harmony in the Beach Boys music was a, a... born of love, the love of getting together and singing and harmonizing. It had nothing to do with money or career or anything. It was just the love of harmonizing. Wow. And, and so that love of the music and harmonizing is that essential ingredient. I think that transcends boundaries or borders. So I, I think that's the secret sauce, if you will. And it, the surfing was our first song, bum, bum, dip, 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 bum. and it came out in the fall of 1961. And there was a, a, a there were like Four or five songs played on this radio station. There was a contest. The one that got the most phone-ins would be the record of the next week, and they'd play it regularly, you know, every three hours or so. Okay, so all the cousins, aunts, and uncles phoned in, and it was we obliterated the opposition, let me tell you. So surfing became a big hit in, in L.A. and also Minneapolis and also Las Vegas, but it was an independent label who declared bankruptcy so they wouldn't have to pay us. But that liberated us to go to Capital EMI, which surfing safari came and surfing USA, and I get around and fun, 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 and help me run and California girls inform the Beach Boys, you know. Mike Love on the Tim DeMoss Show. That was a. Uh... July 29th of last year. You can scroll through the podcast on our homepage. Feel free to subscribe as well, wherever you get your podcasts. Even Amazon now has it, I believe. Wow. Uh, Also, one last quick request. If you want to help out and provide radios for folks in Africa, you've heard about this this week. $50 covers the cost of one. 888-988-5656 to help out. 888-988-5656 or WFIL.com. Thanks to all those who have helped out. Let's keep it rolling. Jim Max and Max 413 Ministries leads in prayer next. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The 
explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.